Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. Uh, as you're turning in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 3, if you'll turn me up a little bit, Joe. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3, be in prayer for the Miller family. Steve Miller um, uh, has a year ago started the conversation as far as his call to pastor. We knew uh, before he came. He involved me back then uh, with that. And uh, we mentioned it Wednesday and then last night and then tomorrow morning uh, on our Facebook Live, you'll hear all of the details from Steve about uh, where he's at in that process. Uh, August 23rd, he's candidating at a church um, that is probably one of the best opportunities that any of our guys ha have had uh, to be able to go pastor. And so keep that in mind. Uh, if he doesn't get it, he stays another year. Uh, and I would love to have that, but pray <laughs> according to God's will. Uh, and I am excited for Steve and Becky uh, and Marcus and Miles. Uh, if you've been here the last couple of weeks, uh, the top of two, we talked about our unity with Christ. Uh, our unity with Christ, salvation. For by grace uh, are you saved through faith and then not of yourselves. And then uh, the bottom half of two, we talked about our unity our unity in Christ, where top of two, more of a spiritual unity, bottom of two, uh, more of a racial uh, unity, breaking down that middle wall, that racial barrier, kicking open that, that door of diversity, talked about that, making of two, one new man. And now at the top of chapter three, uh, it's kind of echoing out of that, it's resonating uh, from that. Uh, notice the number of times he uses the word mystery. Look at verse number one. For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, for you Gentiles, if uh, ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me to you, word, uh, the Gentiles, to you, word, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, the mystery, as I wrote aforetime, few words, uh, whereby uh, when you read you may understand my knowledge in the, the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, uh, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets uh, by the Spirit, that the Gentiles. Uh, the mystery isn't just the church, but that the Gentiles, that, 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 that racial tension between the Jews and the Gentiles, uh, the, the mystery is that the Gentiles, one body, one church, fellow heirs, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. And of course, verse number nine, you're going to see that word again, mystery, mystery. Uh, and don't you love a mystery? Uh, Char, uh, years ago, uh, got bit by Alfred Hitchcock whodunits, if you've ever seen those. She uh, was watching Friday, the man, uh, Friday, the man who knew too much. Uh, she's watched Vertigo, she's watched Bird, she's watched uh, North by Northwest. Don't watch Psycho, do not watch. Anyway, uh, and, and the way we watch those whodunits uh, number one, if you watch it with us and, and you've seen it, you better not uh, give it away and, uh, or you'll never be invited back. But uh, if you've never seen it and you want to give a guess, well, I think this is going to be it, uh, then you can register your guess. Not while it's going on. We pause it. You get your official guess. Uh, we, it's complicated at our house. But it's that whodunit, that whodunit, uh, that mystery, something uh, that's not yet understood, uh, that's yet to be revealed, that mystery. Uh, the law first mentioned in hermeneutics, uh, Christ is the one that, that speaks on it first. In, in the Gospels, he says, unto you it is given to know the mystery, 
to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, uh, but unto them that are without, all things are done in parables. They're not ready yet. Uh, They're not ready to receive yet. Uh, A lot like when he said, I have many things to say unto you, but you're not able to bear them now. And so that mystery is first mentioned under that, that huge arching topic of the kingdom of God. Paul in Romans chapter 11 starts to to dwell, to bore down, drill down on it. At Romans 11, he said, I, I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this, this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. And so the Jews thought the chosen people meant they were the only people, and so he came into his own, his own received him up. But to as many as received him, that mystery, the Gentiles being a part of the church. In fact, Romans 16 says the mystery was kept secret since the world began. A lot in line with, uh, he was as a lamb slain before the foundation of the world. And so that, that mystery, that, that proto-evangelicum in Genesis 3, uh, he's, he's alluding to it, but now fully opening it, the gospel, the church, Breaking down that racial barrier, that middle wall of partition, kicking open that, that door of diversity. In fact, uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, he talks about it again, and he says that mystery, that mystery uh, um, uh, wasn't revealed then because if the princes of the world knew it, they would not have crucified Christ. The church purchased with his blood. The, the death, burial, and resurrection, the gospel, the gospel, that's the mystery but that the Gentiles might have part in that. Look at three again. How that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, verse 4, that whereby when you read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery, verse 9, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God. And so get the fact that it's the church, yes, Uh, It's the church, yes, and uh, after the church age, he's going to go back to tribulation to focus on Jacob, Israel's trouble, the tribulation, but for now, it's all nations, all people, all are welcome, whosoever will may come. Uh, And in case you're uh, wondering uh, about that, Ephesians 5, even uh, when he's talking about the husband, the wife, the husband, the wife, he's not speaking on marriage. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. That's the mystery. Look at point number one, if you will. Put it down. Uh, Notice first, the prisoner for this mystery. Uh, The prisoner for this mystery, look at verse one. For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles. Uh, He's not talking about uh, his bonds physically, but that he's a bond servant to Christ. Uh, He's not talking about the constraints uh, that are uh, imprisoning him uh, physically as a prison epistle, uh, but that the love of Christ constrains him. Uh, And he says, for this cause, put down letter A, uh, he's a prisoner for a cause, for this cause. For this cause. What cause? Uh, That the Gentiles might be included, that that all, all, whosoever will, uh, might be a part of that, as wild olive branches and grafted into uh, the olive tree with the natural branches, he's 
broken down uh, that middle wall of partition, 214. He's made of twain, one new man, uh, 215. He's, he's reconciled both uh, unto God, uh, chapter 2, verse number, verse number 16. And it's basically our incredible diversity, uh, along with his divine unity. That's the mystery. Our, our incredible diversity uh, with a radical inclusivity. Hey, that's the church the Gentiles being a part of that. And by the way, uh, for the Jews, this wouldn't just be a mystery. This would be unthinkable for the Jews. Uh, that the Gentiles are citizens of the same country, 219. Uh, that the Gentiles would be siblings of the same family, 219. Uh, that the Gentiles would be stones in the same facility, 220. Uh, that the Gentiles would be members of the same body, those two becoming one in Christ, Chapter 4, verse number 15. For this cause, for this cause, he's a prisoner for this cause. It's inside of the gospel. It's inside of the church. Galatians 3. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ, in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ. That's the mystery. And Paul starts out saying, it's for this cause, for this cause. But I would you should understand, brethren, that the things that have happened unto me have fallen out rather under the furtherance, the furtherance, Philippians, for furtherance of the gospel, that the gospel might reach so far, so far uh, as to include every single person that'll come by way of Christ. And so that's the mystery. Look at it, verse 1. For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, for you Gentiles, the two, Jew, Gentile, becoming one in Christ. And we understand that happens at salvation instantly, positionally, but all too many churches haven't played that out practically. Uh, that happens instantly, positionally, uh, when you're saved, when you're saved. Uh, but all too often that hasn't played out as of yet practically. I think about uh, the Jerusalem church and the, the church at Antioch. Uh, the church at Jerusalem, the church at Antioch, uh, where uh, the church at Jerusalem, almost all Jew, the church at Antioch, in, incredibly diverse. The, the tension, the tension uh, with those two groups. Uh, in Acts 15, the Jerusalem council, uh, yes, doctrinal, but birthed out of cultural, except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved. Hey, that was unraveled and uh, done away with. Uh, but then at the end, they said, hey, make sure you tell them that they also abstain from meat offered to idols and fornication. Uh, putting them on the same level, uh, when Paul said, Paul said that uh, Antioch, Jerusalem, uh, those diversities, those differences, Paul said, if my meat that I eat offered to idols, if I meet makes my brother offend, I won't eat it as long as the world stands. But on the other hand, judge not according to meat or drink or respect of holy days or new moon. And I understand that a church like this will have differences apparently, that will have diversity apparently, and that's why we're to judge not according to appearance. In fact, uh, we're to endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit, not appearance. 
Uh, we're to endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. We're going to get to that, chapter 4, uh, in about three months. We'll get there eventually. But uh, it's still in this heart, talking about that. Hey, I'm a prisoner for this cause. Put down number two. Uh, I'm also a prisoner of the Christ. Uh, of the Christ. Look at verse 1 again. For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, uh, of Jesus Christ, his heart for the world... For God so loved the world, uh, he came to seek and to save that which is lost, red and yellow, black and white. They're precious in his sight. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Uh, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every, every creature. Uh, he's the propitiation for our sins, not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world, the whole world. And understand, that's the mystery for this cause. Uh, and uh, of the Christ, the Christ. By the way, I love the turn in verse number two. Look at it, the turn. Look at verse, verse one. For uh, this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you, for you, for you Gentiles, still on that same theme, Jews, Gentiles, two, becoming one. Uh, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me, look at it, to you, to you word. Uh, you see, in chapter one, he's a step mitigated. In chapter 1, he's talking about the blessings that we, us, that we have, uh, were uh, blessed, we are blessed. He's blessed us with uh, all spiritual blessings. In fact, look at verse number, uh, chapter 1, verse 19, talking about those blessings, that, that grace, that, that inheritance. Verse 19, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us word, us word, it's a step mitigated. Uh, these blessings are on us. These blessings are on all of us that are saved. Uh, that have trusted Christ, uh, on all of us. Uh, but then in chapter 3, it's almost as if, hey, in case you're missing it, in case you're not totally getting it, uh, verse number 2, uh, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to, not us, he wanted to be specific, it's to you. Uh, not to us word, but to, to you word. It's almost, uh, I was... Uh, I worked at a bank for a year, Fort Madison Bank and Trust, when I was a senior in high school. My job, they used to have, before all the computers and everything, they used to have signature cards. Does anybody remember that? Uh, signature cards, you'd put your name on it, and then you can write checks. You have access to that bank. And so my job uh, was to compare the checks with the signature card. Uh, uh, write more legibly, please. But anyway, uh, uh, to check that, to check that. And it's almost as if Paul's saying, okay, you're getting the fact that these blessings are on us. These blessings are on us. But your name is on that signature card. Uh, your name uh, is in the Lamb's Book of Life. And all of us have all of this if we're saved, if we've trusted Christ as our Savior. Put down number two. Uh, number one, the prisoner for this mystery. But then number two, notice the perception of. The perception of the mystery. Uh, in verse three, he says, uh, God caused me to understand it. Uh, and then he says in verse 4, I'm praying that God would cause you to understand it. Uh, verse 3, he's saying, God caused me to perceive it. Uh, verse 4, he's saying, I'm praying that God would cause you to understand it. It's a lot like uh, Simon, that great confession when Jesus came back and said, uh, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this to thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And it's that kind of a tone. Look at it in verse number three. Verse number three. How that by revelation he made known unto who? Say it. To me. To me. 
the mystery. As I wrote a four in few words, verse four, whereby when, say it, ye read. It's not just to us word. It's not just blessings on, on us. It's for you. By the way, uh, until you personalize your worship, you're not doing it right. Until you personalize the promises of God, you're not approaching it right. Until you personalize the fact that he didn't just die for the whole world, he didn't just die for us, he died for me, took my sins, bore my cross. And so uh, here he is, Paul saying, verse 3, boy, uh, it's for me. Verse 4, I'm praying that you realize it's also for you. Hey, realize how rich we are, all of us that have been saved. Realize the resources we have, all of us do, that have been saved. Get it that we already have it uh, if we're in Christ. All of this for all uh, of us. Is anyone following this at all? <laughs> Look at verse 5. Which in other ages, the mystery, the mystery, the church, the mystery, the Gentiles are part of the church, uh, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, uh, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Boy, all of us, all of us included in Christ. Put down number three. Uh, the first thing we saw was the prisoner for the mystery, Paul. Uh, the second thing is the perception, the perception how rich we are, blessed we are, the grace pouring out on us by God. But then number three, notice the privileges in. The privileges in this mystery. Look at verse six. That the Gentiles, here it is again, Jews, Gentiles, made of both, one new man, one body, uh, made of twain, twain, uh, one, one, uh, a church, uh, that the Gentiles should be, here's a privilege, put down number one, uh, we have his close proximity. Salvation. Uh, we have his close proximity, yes, we're one with him, top of two. We're one with him, but also understand we're also one with each other, bottom of two. Not just unity with Christ, but our unity in Christ. The inclusion. Look at verse 6. That the Gentiles should be here as fellow heirs, equal shareholders, uh, equal stakeholders. We're all one in Christ. Uh, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body. 2.14, he broke down that middle wall of partition. 2.15, to make of two one new man. 2.16, reconciling both Unto God, God has never viewed us as separate but equal. But because we're absolutely equal, he's always viewed us as one church, one body, fellow heirs, joint heirs together. It's almost like Acts 17. Remember we talked last week about there truly is only one race, and that's the human race. Uh, he said in Acts 17, 24, uh, he made of one blood all nations of the world. One blood. We're created together, family, uh, relation, uh, uh, stones in the same, same facility, uh, members of the same, same body. Uh, and so uh, at, at creation, yes, one race, many cultures, human race, one race, many ethnicities, human race, uh, one race, many nationalities, uh, human race. Uh, but then if you fast forward to eternity in heaven... Romans chapter 5, verse number 9, we get a glimpse into their worship service. 
Uh, we get to look in and just kind of uh, peer over in Revelation 5.9 uh, when they sang a new song saying, Thou art worthy, for Thou hast redeemed us. Right up here, look it. For Thou hast redeemed us to God by Thy blood out of every kindred, uh, out of every tongue, uh, out of every people, uh, out of every nation. Listen, uh, we have 42 plus and counting nationalities here at Rosedale, uh, but I don't think we have every nationality. But understand that church in heaven, that church in heaven isn't just one background, one ethnicity, one skin tone, one nationality. Uh, that church in heaven, uh, and if we're going to be a heavenly church, we need to be a cross-section of our community. Uh, and we're one in Christ. Put down number two, privileges. Uh, the privileges we have in this mystery, the church, put down number two, not only close proximity, we also have Christ's promises, his promises. Look at verse six again. That the Gentiles should be fellow heirs, fellow heirs one, one, uh, and of the same body and partakers of his promise. Partakers of his promise. Those who were once foreigners and aliens to the covenant promises of God are now partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel, by the church. But down number three, the privileges. We have proximity. We have promises. Number three, we have creation's power. If you're saved, if you've been born again, we have creation's power. Look at verse seven. Stay in the text. Whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace, according to the gift of the grace of God, given unto me by the effectual working of His power. I'm talking about all of this is for all of us. All of this, we're rich, and at times we don't even realize it. And then, in verse number 8, it's almost as if Paul is so overwhelmed. Look at verse number 8. Unto me, boy, I'm a part of that. Unto me, my name's on that signature card. Unto me, boy, I'm in that church also. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given. He's blown away that, that he has his proximity and his promises and, and his power. Blown away by that. All of this for all of us. Put down number four. The privileges. The privileges. We also have his possessions. Incalculable possessions. Look at verse number eight. Uh, unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles, here it is, the unsearchable riches uh, of Christ. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. And as a child of God, we have all of this. If, if you're a Christian, if you've been saved, hey, we have all of this. He's blessed us with all spiritual blessings. And here, Paul's saying, it's not just us, it's you. You personally, if you've been saved, all of us have all of this. All of us. Put down lastly, uh, letter E, we also have his continued partnership. Uh, look at verse number 9. And to make all men see, here's the mystery, the mystery of the church, uh, the church, the Jews, God's chosen people, thought that they were God's only people. And so this church age, everyone, everyone, everyone who trusts Christ, there's one door. If you access through the door, uh, we have all of that. Look at the partnership. 
and to make all men see what is the, the fellowship of the mystery. The fellowship of all of us ministering together, all of us fellowshipping together. Look at it again. And to make all men, all men, not just Jews but Gentiles, all men, not just Jews but Samaritans, all men, all of us are given all of this, verse 9, and to make all men see. Paul, well, I'm praying that you might perceive it, Paul. I'm preaching that you might understand it as your pastor. I'm praying that we might perceive it as your pastor. I'm preaching that we might understand it, that all of us that are saved have all of this. There's a story told about a wealthy couple who had a vast country estate. Their mansion was filled with priceless treasures, paintings, sculptures, uh, antiquities, uh, but, but uh, though their worth was, was uh, above estimation, their most prized possession was a person, uh, a child, their only child, uh, their son, who uh, sickly and infirm, uh, couldn't get out, couldn't interact, be a part of the group. Their heart was towards him, and their heart broke that he was alone, except for uh, they had one man, full-time, keeper of the castle, a, a kind of a butler, a kind of a caretaker uh, of sorts. Uh, and that, that one man had a heart for the boy as if, loved the boy uh, as if he was his child uh, himself. He befriended and loved that boy. The boy worsened and per the prognosis of the doctors, prematurely passed. The older couple uh, whose heart light was him flickered uh, out. Their heart broke. Uh, and they also passed in the passing of time, not with joy, but almost with solitude. The will, the estate, that was delayed. Uh, there was no clear benefactor. There was some debate over the validity of the will, and uh, it was held up in magistrate court until finally proceeding as planned. Uh, everything was to be auctioned off. Uh, everything was to be auctioned off. Uh, and they gave some notice. A huge crowd came. Uh, so many wanting to see prized possessions and uh, masterpieces and sculptures and, uh, and the antiquity. So many wanted that. Uh, the auctioneer, though, uh, stood up and started unusually by saying, in accordance with the will, the first item to be auctioned off will be the portrait of the son. That portrait of the son uh, was painted when he was 13 years old, hung in the foyer. Uh, the portrait of the son, uh, it was silence. Nobody came for that. Uh, nobody wanted that. Uh, nobody was wanting to bid on that. Uh, and as the auctioneer prodded for pennies to purchase the portrait, uh, some started to say, okay, a dollar, just get to the next thing. Uh, Two dollars, just, just get to the next thing. Uh, until an older man in the back bid ten dollars winning the portrait. It, it was all he had but he was able to get all he'd want. For you see, that older man was that caretaker, that, that keeper of the castle, that, that, that butler that had long since lost his job, but now coming back, the heart for that, that family, the heart for that, 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 that child, and that moment hung, almost suspended in time, as that caretaker went to the front, paying the money, getting that portrait, his heart loving on that, that representation of, his heart loving on the eyes of that son, when all of a sudden, everything was interrupted by the crack of the gavel. The auctioneer said, this concludes 
the auction. <laughs> and they kind of were a little baffled by it. Uh, this ends the auction. They, they started to chirp. And, hey, no, bring out the masterpieces. Bring out the sculptures. And, and bring out the antiquities until the family lawyer walked up next to the auctioneer with the butler still behind them, that caretaker still behind him, still loving on, still warmed by the, the portrait of that son. Uh, and, and the lawyer reading straight from the will said, According to the will of the father, the family, whoever chooses the son gets it all. Whoever takes the son gets it all. They wanted to honor the one who honored their son. They wanted to value the one who valued their boy. And he got it all for $10. (laughs) And guess what? We get it all for a whole lot less than that. Grace and mercy, the blessings of God, all of this for all of us, all of this for all of us, if you've taken the Son, if you've received the Son, for he that spared not his own Son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? And so, if you're saved, if you've been born again, If you've had that moment where you began a relationship with Christ, for me it was in the front seat of a car. You you know the story. I bowed my head and I opened my heart to Christ, putting my faith in Him, and I prayed a prayer, Lord, come into my heart, forgive my sins, save me. And it's not not the prayer that does it. Not the prayer that does it. But that expresses that heart, that, that heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Boy, if you've taken the Son, if you've received the Son, all of this is for all of us. But listen, if there's never been a time where you've personally, by faith, by faith realized We've all sinned, come short of the glory of God. We can't make it to heaven on our own. Not baptism, not church, not works, not by works of righteousness, which we have done. Boy, it's when you place your faith, your faith. Well, let's take a a moment and just just make sure if you're here this morning or looking in on your couch, in your, your kitchen, if you've never trusted Christ. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.